Welcome to Reheated, the Leftovers Podcast. I'm your host. I am not Mike Marbach. I am instead Jolie Darrow hosting today because Mike decided to sit this one out. And I'm the most studious of us all and took notes. Yes. Uh, but starting to my right, the panel today is... Uh, instead of Mike Marbach, <laughs> I am Rob Alessiani. <laughs> uh, I'm Quentin J. Alexander. Batting cleanup, Sean Landis. Cool. All right. Uh, check that one off. Yes. The list. Introductions. Got it. Uh, <laughs> Great hosting. Yeah. Yes. Uh, before we really dive into this, uh, do you guys want to just give your first imp- or your uh, overall impressions of this episode? Um, it's a continuation of uh, both being entertained and being made very uncomfortable uh, by this show. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, this was the, this was the most like the first season, like the early part of the first season episodes that this season has got yet. Probably. Got pretty depressing, like some real Mm -hmm. nice sad moments. Mm -hmm. Um, so. Some hard to watch moments. Yeah. the first season. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Some penises. Yeah. Yeah. A couple, a couple of them. That was way easier to watch than the, than the, uh, the wrist stomp. Yeah. Oh, oh spoilers! No, I'm just it's kidding. like the it <laughs> later in this podcast. Oh, wait. If you haven't watched the episode yet, don't listen to this. <laughs> and if you haven't listened to the rest of this podcast yet, yeah, don't listen. Fast to the first forward part. to that part. If first. you're watching this pod, if you're watching the show while you're listening to this podcast, um, assuming a linear theory of time. <laughs> yeah. uh, I thought that it was. I agree with all of that. Uh, <laughs> The genial host. Uh, But also, I... This guy, right? It was a mad episode, so so lay that out first. It was, uh, like Rob predicted, there would be one I can't give myself real credit for it. You get half a point. It was going... I feel like maybe that... We had only really established two of the pattern then, so... Yeah, Yeah, and also, I didn't expect a a Laurie episode to go back to to Mapleton. Yeah. So... um, yeah. yeah, so you're you're too later than you expected. I'm too later than I expected, um, but the thing I thought was going to... My, my Stone Cold Lock was two weeks delayed mm-hmm. yeah. and feels a little less earned this time because now it seems kind of obvious that this would happen. Right. But this this guy, he's just like... He never learns, right? He he just works completely what, in... He's trying to work for Jesus, but it's he... It's a faith like, lesson. Yeah. Faith inhibits learning. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. No, I agree. Um, I faith agree. is faith is belief in the absence of of evidence. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. But yeah, that that's just my impression is that this guy is willing to just keep repeating stupid, stupid mistakes. Like, it it reminded me almost exactly. It was like almost a mapping of what happened in the two planes in a helicopter or uh-huh. two boats in a helicopter episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. he just keeps like. Missing signs that he should just stop, and he yeah exactly really learn. This is one of those episodes that had a false ending. You know, like I between playing the same music in the beginning and the way the shot was framed at the end of them walking into the water. The tunnel, I, yeah. I kind of thought mm-hmm. we were. I was, it felt a little too soon. Yeah, yeah, for an episode to end, but it felt like the ending of an episode. I'm glad we got to see quite a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, what was weird about the what's interesting about the two two boats and a helicopter uh, 
which was the last Matt centric episode we had yeah, from, from last season, season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my that was like my favorite episode of the first season oh, so far. This episode has mm-hmm. been my least favorite of this season. Um, just because I think we've introduced a character that I now cannot get enough of uh, in um, John Murphy. Yeah, in John Murphy. Oh, I thought you were so, going to say the Swedish guy. Yes, yeah, so, <laughs> Swedish yeah, guy, samurai butt guy, Brett Butler. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grace Under Fire made an appearance. Uh, as Mike pointed out, another ABC sitcom uh, yeah. reference. Yeah. Was she an ABC? Yeah, sounds right. That's mm-hmm. Grace Under Fire. Right. Was Grace Under Fire ABC? Mike is Checking. shaking his head. Yes. Please. Mike is shaking. If you're his head, listening yes. to this podcast, by the way, Mike is not on the podcast, but Mike is next to the Mike podcast. Is next to the podcast. <laughs> we will go to him. He's like a master with his apprentice. Yes. He's letting me do what I need mm-hmm. to do yeah. while watching close by. <laughs> Email srmpodcast at gmail.com to find out why Mike Morvac is not on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, but ABC. while... Well, yeah, maybe ABC. ABC. So uh, I guess let's dive into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we open up, cold open. He is... Reverend Matt is watching his wife and taking care of her. Um, the first thing we see is him recording her yeah, uh, while she sleeps, but obviously to... <laughs> Figure out if she's like waking up yeah. while mm-hmm. he's asleep. This this is an interesting thing, because um, <laughs> if she woke up, I, I feel like this assumes that if she woke up while he was asleep, she'd be like, "Oh, he's sleeping. I'm just gonna, <laughs> yeah." I was like, "Hey, she would be like, she's gonna get up and like go like make a sandwich or something." Right. Like, <laughs> she's just, she's just embarrassed just you. that she's uh, got a catheter. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> um, I just Have like. You been changing me? Yeah, me. I like that I there was. I, was gonna... I like that there was that one frame in the video where like he like pops up. He's like, "Did you say something?" No. no. Oh, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go back to bed. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it's Groundhog's Day all over again. We see right. a bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got music. Uh, let your love oh, flow. God. Uh, it's also a thing that Damon Lindelof does a lot because that's yeah. opening of season two and season three of Lost. Yep. Yep. Um, Nobody can tell ya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make so, your own kind of music in downtown, I believe, were those yeah. two. Yeah, so he says, and he, and this is what I assume, but he comes out and says it, you know, he's repeating th- exactly what he did on the day that she woke up and yeah. hopes that, and, and he can't understand yeah. what the difference Cause, is. Because yeah. yeah. magical breakfast burritos, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> it's just as plausible as Miracle Park. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. But it's, um... That uh, monologue is very sad. That was really rough to watch. Um, uh, Aside from the little clunky exposition at the top where he's like, I'm doing everything I did before. We're like, we could have figured that out. Right, we're right. Yeah, we we watched you do it. But once we get the core emotion of that, it's just really hard to watch. But this is, uh, the one thing that is very, is confirmed from this whole interaction, the whole, you know, the monologue, is that he's either... Crazy, and he mm-hmm. dreamt it, or he's, uh, or she really did, because the third option is he's just making it up to, you yeah. know, try and get people on his side. If that was the case. They wouldn't have shown us the either real wake up in the car or hallucination right. wake up in the yeah. car. Yeah. So it's yeah. And, it's got it. and we're seeing him alone. Right. He's not putting on air. Yeah. So mm-hmm. no, exactly. Yeah. So it's like it, mm-hmm. it's either he's imagining it or it actually did happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so all he wants is just the smallest sign that she's there and she's not giving it to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we go to uh, she has an appointment outside of town. He has to get out and he is witnessing brutality on the bridge with visitors trying to come in. So it's kind of foreshadowing what's 
what's to come with yeah. him trying to get back into town. Did we see what this episode is called? Oh, no. It was the thing I said. What? It's called No Room at the Inn. Ah, nice. I I thought you were going to say it's called uh, uh, Juggalo. It's (laughs) called Gathering with Juggalo. Which is the other thing. Mini Gathering with Juggalo. Oh, God. That was like, yeah, if the Juggalos had a Burning Man, that would be basically outside of (laughs) Jarden. Oh, man. Yeah, but there, so he's watching, he's having trouble exiting because people are trying to break in. You know, Mm -hmm. people are going to crazy lanes to try and get in. Um,. And then we go to the appointment, and he lies. He says, you know, they ask if there's anything that's changed with Mary, and he says, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah he doesn't and, want to seem cray-cray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Do we think that's because of, uh, that's because of Murphy? I don't think in this one. I think he doesn't want to yeah, um, admit it to a medical practitioner. He just wants the, he just wants a clean mm-hmm. interaction. D- right. Yeah. He wants yeah. some sort of bias. Yeah, because yeah. they because they weren't even in Miracle like it was out of yeah. town, um, mm-hmm. so it like oh you, good call good call yeah. yeah so even if he said anything it, it wouldn't yes. it wouldn't get back to them yeah. it's not Murphy's jurisdiction and I don't know that he knows at this point much about Murphy or maybe he does at this point who knows I think he just I mean he did uh, see him kind of giving looks and he he admits at the end that he was observing him mm-hmm, and saying mm-hmm. you were like this before your daughter did yeah. so he he knows Murphy yeah cuz yeah cuz well. cuz when they introduced uh, Murphy and when he was at uh at the church and like Reverend Matt like almost like spilled the beans about like right. his wife mm-hmm. and he was like and the pastor what, were you, what were you about to say back there yeah Cool. <laughs> cool. Nothing. Yeah. Just for happy to uh, be here. Nope. We're just uh, just Me a happy couple. And my super normal wife, and <laughs> enjoying our super normal trip to Jordan. Yeah, in my non-burned down house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slash bar. Yep. Um, so he he goes to the doctors, and he's in the he's in the John, and he uh, drops his phone in the toilet. Every uh, every <laughs> TV show or movie since tw- two thousand has had to face the dilemma of. <laughs> How do we write a wow, write around a cell phone? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here is that clunky way of doing it. Yep. It's familiar, but also, come on. It's this. The batteries are running out. Or no service. Yeah. Or uh, you get mugged. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Getting mugged. So all know. of these yeah. happen to him. Pretty. I feel like it's no service could have been because ju- like literally they gave the other guy no they service. They gave the other guy the no service. You could have been like no service. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> But I think it just makes Matt look a little more flustered yeah. Yeah. to drop his phone in the toilet. And he also, and another... he's got the further use when he gets back to town of mm-hmm. saying, like, yeah, oh, I dropped my true. phone, otherwise I'd call my right. sister. Uh, but when he did drop the phone in, and he just, like, screams the F word, and it made me think of the scene where he goes, I curse sometimes, too, in the yeah. first season uh, yeah. when uh, <laughs> Kevin's freaking out for some reason. Yeah. Yep. I just want to add that um, the necessity of this just shows the value of cell phones. Cell phones, everybody should have one. Yeah. <laughs> This, uh, this message brought to you by the cell phone commission. <laughs> <laughs> For a free cell phone, please, I don't know, talk to your dad. Yeah. Reheated, a, a cell phone podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, Reach, so, recharging. Yeah. Uh, so we find we out that... We should have laughed slightly harder, or given any laugh to Quentin's joke about recharge. <laughs> it hit me as I was saying yeah. something. We totally stiffed it. you on that. They it's deserved okay. at least yeah. a chuckle. It's, it's okay. A chortle. Yeah, a chortle <laughs> Just a, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mary's pregnant. Yeah, King Mazeltov. The yeah. grossest news. It really is great that now. it gives us all the same image at the same time. Of like, oh, come yeah, it's on. Like, it took all of us a second. Like, come on. I was like, wait, is that 
Yeah. yeah. No, that's yeah, that's that's horrible. That's a horrible yeah. thing. Because yeah. like, mm, it's like, one thing to be delusional and be talking to somebody who you think is cognizant, mm-hmm. and it's another thing to be physically active in that yeah. way. Cause, yeah. Because even if you know it did happen and she came back, it's like you know, let's put this off for a while. To make, I don't know. Yeah. My wife of many years came back and for. Two hours was pretty shit. coherent. Yeah, and you were like, I feel like relations would be in order. Yeah, by I, the don't, third I don't. Hour. I, I, I like that's why it's kind of like the reserving judgment because the show hasn't answered our question of whether or not any of this is real or if right. it's just in his head. Yeah. Uh, there's no question that if it's if it's just in his head and he. Th- this is a, this is very weird. It's just weird yeah, stuff to tread on, and almost mm-hmm. like 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 um, like one podcast isn't going to like. Talk about uh, what what some would consider to be a moral dilemma. Not I. Mm-hmm. It's not a moral dilemma. But um, you're it's just squarely in favor of this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, this made me like this yeah. made me squirm just as much as the as the wrist stomp. Like I was just like, yeah. oh, oh no, Reverend Matt. No, like even yeah. the kisses. Like I don't like it's the tummy rubs. It's. It's weird. I feel like the tummy rubs bother me more than the kisses. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she's pregnant now. Uh, yeah. If she didn't lose the kid, I mean, she slid down a a water drainage tube. Like, that's mm-hmm. not that's not a that's great. That's not good for a baby. That's not great. It uh, mirrored birth, though, so that's fun. Yeah, yeah. that is true. <laughs> Some sort of visual birth metaphor. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing, though, uh, this is the thing that I. I don't like uh, about this um, season so far, one of my few gripes, because I do like a lot about this season, is that there are these like um, outsider mystical figures, most of whom are black, mm-hmm. um, who just sort yeah. of say... Magical crypt- Negroes. Yeah, who yeah. just say there cryptic things. There are magical Negroes all over the show. <laughs> yeah, that like indicate like, oh, I, I have access to this. Oh, there was an Asian one in world. this episode. It well, and there's the, the person on the tower in the middle of town who mm-hmm. can yeah. see Patty, apparently, right. or, or at least... Purports to be able to see Patty, yeah. and um, mm-hmm. uh, and the person in the waiting station um, says like, "Oh, he's, like he's going something. to die if he doesn't come. Uh, yeah. uh, he's going to die if he's not in soon, or yeah. something, whatever that was." Um, I don't like getting those sorts of confirmation-ish things. Yeah. That like I I know you can like interpret them either way as vague, but yeah. it feels yeah. like too much of a of a thumb on one side of the yeah. of the debate. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's been a bit much. And like this show like constantly sort of treads the line of uh, you know, like is this mystical or is this yeah. mm-hmm. you know is, or is this science? In the real world, what people take as signs for faith is like a bird landed on me, and I yeah. interpret that as God talking yeah. rather than and I don't somebody, believe in coincidence. Yeah, and somebody rather than somebody came up to me and said the thing that my wife said to me. Yeah, um, you know. Right. Yeah. What, what I find funny about this show is it, it basically turns Deus ex machina events into like no, that's just what would actually happen in real life if something like. Like, yeah. they they get all this money together, and they go try to go through the drainage ditch, or the drainage mm-hmm. tube, and it doesn't work, and they come out, and it's like, the, in a TV show, the way that this would be solved would have been they would have got through that tube. Yeah. In, like, a normal TV tropey kind of way. Mm-hmm. The real thing that happens, the thing that makes this realistic is, like, they didn't get through the tube, and the way it gets resolved is, like, your sister who's inside, yeah. who's probably heard from you about, like, Garvey came back and was like, hey, you know your brother's just like, she's like, we gotta go fucking get him, yeah. and then they just go get him. Like, that's yeah. that's how it, right. it yeah. does still feel a little bit like, well, then why did you take us on that journey? Mm-hmm. But 
I think with the show is like we took him on that journey to show you that like people kind of go for even in real life people go yeah. for right. like well it's yeah. the added that I need to do it now rather than waiting for my sister to come back yeah right, right. So. there's also I mean and like Sean said there's a lot of symbolism in the fact that they did get pushed back out there's like sort of like water cleansing you can mm-hmm. tell that he I mean. This is jumping ahead, but there's sort of like a sacrifice at the end, and not just the stockade thing. Also, has to do with the fact that he sacrificed him being inside to help yeah. the boy. And, and a million uh, goats died. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, but back Jeez, to spoilers for spoilers. minute forty of the podcast. <laughs> I like the idea of someone watching the show mm-hmm. with our pot, like, yeah. like minute by minute, show every two minutes to hear what we mm-hmm. have to say. Well, I, I like the idea. Record that. Yeah. I like the idea of somebody skipping ahead to minute 40 of the podcast, <laughs> listening to that first, then coming back. You know, sometimes advice. you got to read the last page of a book. Yeah, mm-hmm. just to yeah, hear the last 20 minutes of a podcast. <laughs> um, but going back to the office, or to the doctor's office, they tell Matt he has to sign a waiver to because uh, he lied about her condition. Oh uh, yeah, they find out she's pregnant, and he has to sign. And, and I'm a little that confused doctor, about this. Sorry, that that the doctor. Tie guy? W- w- I know him from something. I just didn't, don't remember what. Oh. This is an annoying. Oh, that was Dauber. That was Dauber from Coke. No, <laughs> no, okay, you know what? Uh, I would like to take pride in pointing out that it was Brett Butler first in the yeah. other part. <laughs> Very true. But no, I do know that actor from something. Um, this is this. Yeah, you but know, t- so email. Yeah. Um, you know, Sarah Palin. Uh, Dave Coulier. So he has to uh, sign the waiver, and I'm mm-hmm. confused what the wa- the waiver was saying that... Well, they tested a pregnant woman, which they wouldn't have done because right. that's a pregnancy risk. Got it. Yeah. So they were saying, like, we didn't fault. know this at the time. It's your Got fault. It. You yeah. needed to... Did anybody else think they were going to go into, like, like uh, a heavy-handed uh, condemnation of like Him of the of, no oh. of the like the of medical insurance industry <laughs> that when they talk about you didn't you didn't diagnose pre-existing condition uh, yeah. you didn't tell us she was in a coma <laughs> or something like that like I, I thought it was gonna be real Let's get to what this show's really it's about. gonna be that <laughs> the Denzel Washington movie yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's that called? Hostage. I need yeah. your help hostage or no, 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 no. it was the medical uh, Jones John, or John Q John Q there we go better do something. But so he signs it. He's happy as can be, and he's driving home, and he sees a car stopped on the side of the road, and we all no. just uh, gasped at the sight of no. it because we knew what was to come. Such a good Samaritan, though. Yeah, but this is exactly what happened. Something like help him. This happened in the the other. <laughs> Reverend Matt episode where he pulls over to help the person who's been like hit with stones by the GR <laughs> yeah. and yeah. he gets conked out and it's, he gets a hit in the head again like how many blows to the head is this guy gonna take know. before he stops helping people Groundhog's year yeah, yeah. <laughs> this also th- this uh, this part um uh, shows how flawed the wristband system is. Right. It really for, is. Uh, it for really town is. acceptance. Well, presumably like, they have IDs, but because he's temporary, he doesn't get yeah. the IDs. Is that what it is? I or? guess, but it's like that's like saying like like giving out visas yeah. as a wristband. It's like it should yeah. be attached to something that's attached to you know that, that's right. just yours. Like mm-hmm. give me a fingerprint. Like at Disney World. Like, uh, at Disney World, yeah. you have to put a thumbprint in to get into the park. For real? Yeah, because yeah. well, it, then it attaches that yeah. to your ticket, so that yeah. you can't just hand your pass to somebody they, else. They uh, microchip the, puppies. Like, so the, you can microchip these wow. yeah. people. Yeah. Does the Disney Corporation have a file of? I'm positive. Thumbprints. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that, that's new. I feel it's like happened that a, at least the last three times I've been at Disney, which means wow. I've been at Disney three times in the last six years. So six years old. 
Hmm. Well, I've never Welcome been. back to Watching the Mouse Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All things Disney World and Disney Parks related. <laughs> I want to start that podcast. The end of that podcast. Oh, man. Where's uh, Matt J? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try the frill whip. Is that the name of it? Dole whip. Don't. Yeah. Like, Dole whip. Uh, but yeah, so he pulls over. Uh, of course, this guy is bad news uh, and winds up hitting him in the head with a wrench and breaking no, his no, wrist. No. Uh, hey, son, grab that wristband from the still semi-conscious full adult yeah. over there. Yeah, I'll take care of the comatose yep. woman. <laughs> right? Like, distribution of tasks. Right? Like, I got this sweet tea I need to finish over here. <laughs> I finish you want to be a man? You want to be a man? I thought he was going to cut his hand off. I thought when he, when he like stepped on his when he stepped oh, on his God. wrist, I thought he was going to lop his hand off. Yeah, I thought he was going to pull out. But then I was like, oh, this so isn't shit. Game of Thrones. You know, like that's... Yeah. <laughs> I haven't cringed like that since... The red car wedding. Yeah. Uh, since uh, yeah. American History X, that's what that seems like. Oh, the curb idea. stomp? Yeah. Oh, oh there's little that compares to that. Uh, there's yeah. little that compares to yeah, that. Other curb stomps. Yeah. That's what compares to <laughs> yeah. that. Um, so he gets hit in the head and Mary talks to him, but this is clearly yes. fictional. Like, yeah. this nope. one... I think no. it's supposed to be it's, like, you can interpret it either way. I but, do not think it's yeah. clear. I think the only thing it's that It's intentionally felt, like... Big. Like was how like how quick she went back. That was mm-hmm. that was yeah. Um, yeah. But I think it's easy to interpret that way, which gives us more plausible interpretation yeah. for the three-hour episode right. to be interpreted that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's yeah. It, it left it perfect so that they they gave us zero clue as yeah. to whether or not because if they had stayed in the same shot with her where she was talking and then all of a sudden without cutting away mm-hmm. she went back. You'd be like, oh my god, she just fell back into it. This way, like, since they... 100% from his perspective, he's blurry. Yeah. He's hearing her. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 in soft focus. Yeah. But why would she think that she has to get back to the park because of the baby? Because like, she's, she's a clearly... magical Negro. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But she's clearly been pregnant all along. Why would mm-hmm. her distance from the park make a difference in mm-hmm. reality? Because... If she believes that the park has properties that yeah. you know, yeah. like like Matt does, right. you know, but, Matt. Maybe, but I feel like she wouldn't necessarily know, like, because I remember her, him saying that when they talked, she hadn't remembered anything that had happened up yeah. until then, and they or from the accident to when she True. woke up, so she wouldn't well, know anything have some about. To do. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. So she wouldn't know anything. She probably wouldn't even realize she's pregnant unless she's very in tune with her own body, which mm-hmm. I'm not. <laughs> you don't even know you're pregnant right now. Yeah. No one is, no, that wasn't in question. That wasn't question. <laughs> That's two more intimate confessions. This time on leftovers after time. Who knows? Uh, this body uh, could be a ticking. Yeah, how long have you had that tail? Uh, God, so, since last. Is time it vestigial or World. prehensile? It's posthensile. Look at that. <laughs> last time I went to Disney World was oh, when I started growing that tail. Oh, <laughs> so after the thumbprint, yeah. that's an exciting one. Um, I think that uh, yeah, I think like this could all be from Matt's perspective, and then if he's if it's in his head, then of course she believes that the park is real, has real properties because he believes the park right. has real properties. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not. Um, then she has, then she has yeah. actual evidence that the park is real. Yeah. yeah. Or it's I, just, yeah. or it's just coincidence. Yeah. I just she really did wake don't up. think she has much, like, I don't think she'd have cognitive ability to mm. recognize yeah. that she's at the park at all. I mean, yeah. if, if we want to interpret that as a real thing that Mary did, um, we also have to interpret that she has 
um, special powers to uh, understand that she's pregnant, that Miracle mm -hmm. Park yeah. has its own particular set of properties. Mm -hmm. uh, she has access to some awesome other world. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and since she doesn't talk, and we, we, we've never actually seen the scene where they were talking with each other, um, we don't really know what she knows mm -hmm. or doesn't know. Right. <laughs> um, so they take the five-mile walk back to Jarden. Um, and he doesn't have wristbands. He's not going to be able to get back in. Uh, but I do like that the cop was like, yep, okay. Yeah. As opposed to, like, being the typical hard-ass you yeah. get in most TV Again, shows. Yeah, actually how it would probably yeah. pan out. He's like, like, I pretty much trust you. You yeah. look like... Yeah, I'm at least going to let you into the place yeah. where, like, I'm going to at least pass this through so it's not my problem anymore. Yep. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm punting this. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that he is sends how... to the visitor center. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. And... And this is where I don't like it, because nobody getting married is this antsy. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, don't get married that day. Yeah. Like, you're obviously not yeah. in that space. Yeah. yeah. Let's... Yeah. Like, we met the worst person <laughs> or, in the world. Or was that, like, that was the band? <laughs> yeah. We never right. actually established that that was the group. Yeah. Like, it's just like, yeah. we gotta get in there and play, and play the stripper yeah. during the Sweet bass licks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they <laughs> Anyway. It's a great song. <laughs> yeah. Wedding enthusiasts just laughed at that. Yep. yep. I, you got me. Yeah. I don't know why, but I really like the Scott version. Uh, that feels like a three percenter. Yeah, that's my that's that's my core audience. <laughs> that's my audience. Um, uh, yeah, so they get into a fight. Oh this guy's just freaking this out. Guy. And, uh, turns out that you need to have been at the park for at least lived in the park for six months uh, to sponsor someone to get mm. back in. Right. Um, I so think Kevin and Carrie can't. Yeah, Kevin and Nora. Sorry, I think that. Um, they're, they keep putting these intense moments in our path with Matt mm -hmm. um, so that I don't know, maybe it's just for me. As an audience as an audience member, I feel like watching these intense moments, I'm like, if she's going to wake up, it's going to happen now. It's going to happen mm -hmm. during one of these intense moments. So they're almost like setting us up to then go against our expectations. Mm -hmm. and Yeah. Just, yeah, it's hard to see how it is as character development other than like a Job story, right? Yeah. Um, right. <clears throat> uh, and he says, "My favorite joke." Yeah, like literally yeah. comes out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> did right. you say hack when you said that? I did. <laughs> I did. I said hack. I was like, "Oh, yeah. we get it." Yeah. Jeez. Ugh. Uh, and this is where the guy who's waiting with Matt, the another magical Negro, <laughs> speaks. Yeah. Uh, Damon says, "You gotta get her into the park. She's pregnant." Yeah. That's that's the she weird. She says he's in trouble, or she says he's. She says he needs to be in there, yeah. something right. like that. Yeah. So this seems like maybe it's part of oh, a head injury, or then, like, no? That seems like that's in reality because right. that's not just from his perspective. We, right. we see it shot from a, a few different angles. Yeah, and that's to make us feel like that's the same thing she said in the car. This is to yeah. make us as as, mm -hmm. as, yeah. as a viewer doubt doubt what we believe ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just at least like, put it in like. The sort of coded language that psychics use to make them always sound right. Yeah. It's just like, mm -hmm. they said to Harry. Yeah. Something like that yeah. would have been help yeah. more helpful. Yeah. You know? yeah. Or time is running said, out. Yeah, they said there's not much time. Yeah, yeah. just keep it vague like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And then there was um, the girl who looked like she had hadn't changed out of her Pocahontas costume <laughs> from like two nights ago Halloween. <laughs> uh, and she was there like, 
but just just being weird. She's <laughs> finally like coming down from yep. whatever she took. Yep. And she's realizing. over at the she's over at the Juggalo camp. Just, <laughs> yeah, just doing meth. Yeah, just like saying about like his his wife feels like. She, she faking it, right? Yeah, she's, like, she's faking it, right? Nice, oh. madam. I do. I never always try Best sometimes. Hustle ever, right? Never. <laughs> oh man, how many people do you think have like pretended to be like paraplegic or quadriplegic? Together, in, in the in, in the Juggalo village, there was that guy with a. The with fake, like, with the like doll. a fake doll of like, a human. Yeah, that was a that was, was one a of the doll. yeah, or the, was it one of the um? Oh right, those the things. ones that were used from last season. Yeah, by the yeah. Remnant. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It reminded me of like the villages that they set up outside of like concerts it's a that, that just make me yeah. super no anxious. Wow, they just yeah. always make me really anxious because there's a lot of like older, yeah. smellier it felt people. Like, it felt like Bonnaroo. Yeah, it felt, not Bonnaroo. Yeah, it felt like Bonnaroo. And that's the thing. I love music, but I would never go to Bonnaroo because I just can't handle the crowd. It was just, uh, it was an interesting experience. Yeah. I, I don't need to do it again. <laughs> the only one of those I've been to is Creation Fest, a Christian. It's about the same. About the same. Yeah. Always yeah. equally creepy in the older, smelly people. Yeah. yeah. Um, but John Murphy shows up, and we think he's going to save the day. Um, and, he o- and he almost does. Yeah, he almost <laughs> does, and he and gets he, some good lines in about the zip ties. This guy's the best. Is he gonna baptize? It, do you think he was going to baptize you guys? Yeah, love it. He and uh, he and Reverend Matt kind of like saw each other tonight, and and and, mm-hmm. and kind of came at each other as equals. I think like mm-hmm. where Murphy is a Murphy fight. is yeah, and Murphy's not used to that. And he, he was like. He was talking to the sheriff. He was talking to everybody. And he's like, what are, you, what are you doing? They're like, oh, oh sorry, Mr. Murphy. Uh, yeah. uh, let me take those cuffs off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's his deal? Yeah. What does he, like, we know he's the fire chief, mm-hmm. but what's going on? Yeah. I think also. He's the enforcer in yeah. the town. But also, he just lost his daughter. That's another thing. That's um, yeah. So I think that's people are kind of walking on eggshells around him because <laughs> if he burned some guy's house down without a missing daughter, imagine what he'd do yeah. in, under like yeah. I think he'd show up with a baseball bat. Too. I feel like there's something going on here where like he is the reason that there was no disappearances, and yeah, I, there's he's got some kind of. There's clout. Same more by what you yeah. mean by that. There, he was the reason. Something that he did. He killed someone really? at some point. Something uh, that he tried did to. caused he tried there to, to be no uh, no departures from that town. I don't know. Huh. Like, like it's got to be something on that level where they I feel just like think, if I, we piss him off. It's like it's like the, it's like the Treehouse of Horror where Bart Simpson uh, could. Like affect people with his thoughts, and like mm-hmm. he could read people's thoughts, so you couldn't even think weird right. around him. Like mm-hmm. something, yeah. oh, like the Twilight Zone yeah. episode that, that was parody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but oh, he... like the Flaubert novel that that was based. On. <laughs> <laughs> um, we know though that he did. Try was to it kill pretentious someone. that I just knew it? We know no, I just decided to make fun of pretension in general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretension. Simpsons, nothing more yeah. pretentious than that. Well, no, to be fair, I. Uh, I quoted the least pretentious of the, of the three. <laughs> yeah. I was just playing the game pattern there. Uh, no, but going back to what I was saying, he we know he tried. He was in jail for like six years for trying to kill someone. Yeah. Attempted murder. And we don't know who, why, what, where. We know he failed. Yeah, and he failed. Yeah. 
They didn't try hard enough. So there's someone he tried to get, and maybe people respect him because of that. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, so my hypothesis, my hypothesis is very different from that, that, um, that, that he firmly believes there's nothing special about, yes. um, right. Jarden leads me to think that like, he is fully of the belief that the reason that nobody, um, went missing in Jarden is completely statistically anomalous and that some city that would have happened and this is that city and he doesn't give a damn. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, he's, he's happy. So, but he hates that that like brought all the weirdos to his town. Yeah. yeah. Why, why is he so adamant then about defending the normalcy? Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't have a rational response to when people usually like, well, oh, they're crazy or you know uh, th- those. It's like it's like if I see uh, a person who who uh, purports to be a like a fortune teller, I'm not going to burn their shack down. Yeah. You know, I'm going. <laughs> In my head, fortune tellers all, um, you know, peddle their services in checks. Yeah, um, it, it's just there's something there's something missing that we don't know that that gives him this this, this visceral reaction but to this kind of stuff. I think that he did say last episode that it is the belief that Jarden is so safe that makes it very unsafe. I yeah. think there is mm-hmm. something... I, mm-hmm. I I think that might be all there is to that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because he sees the attraction... I mean, you saw the people getting beaten trying to get into it. Like, that's not... In his mind, I think that's not okay. And I think that really, like, dehumanizes people. And it's a real, sure. like... Absolutely. Uh, yeah, what do you like? That. Brave New World kind of, or like a, what do you call it, 1984 sort of thing? Yeah. <clears throat> My whole question is just like, what what sets him apart? Why, who elected him? How did he get this, right. how did yeah. he get this, this position? Question. That's the X factor. Like, yeah. how did he get this position where he can pretty much burn a house down carte blanche mm-hmm. yeah. with the assistance of, of, of official, you know... Well, you know, the official fire department. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. My my guess is it's a mix of prior status uh-huh. um, and it's a, just sort of taking prison. advantage of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, getting from like, oh, I was in prison for attempted murder to I'm the fire chief. Maybe he was before and then yeah. he like, well, I'll get my old job back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think, guys? <laughs> um, but yeah, so he knows that Mary's pregnant because uh-huh. he sees this slip <laughs> and... It fell out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. fell out into my clutched hands. Yeah. <laughs> he fell on my knife. He fell on my knife eight times. <laughs> <laughs> he had it coming. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so he says, people don't get healed here, and um, he tells Matt if he denies her ever waking up and uh, admits that he... Uh, was sad and lonely and it was wrong. Which is another uncomfortable moment, but I really like that it's spelled out and, like, literally said out loud that, like, this is a thing that very likely could have happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, in a very lonely state, Reverend Matt mm-hmm. raped his wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but Matt won't. Uh, Matt... Yeah, and then later it's very it's very plainly spelled out from Matt's perspective. Like, nope, uh, it happened. What he the, believes it happens the way I said it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and I will never did. deny it again. Yeah, and he did. Well, he did deny it in that, that moment time. just yeah. because At he the time. thinks it's Cause, right cause, to say. Yeah, What's that desperate? He wanted he's to got, get back in. Yeah. He's got such a strong want. Right. I mean, is, is this an, is this more Bible? Uh, is this more like I will deny you yeah. before the cock crows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, many. 
But he asked what happened to you. You were like this before your daughter went missing. And John won't have it. Yeah, that's the one moment of status shift. Because yeah. it seems like um, Reverend Matt wants to play the game to say the things that need to be said to get in. And then he just twists the knife a little bit. So yeah, he, it's a little <laughs> bit of hubris. He totally <laughs> blew it. <laughs> Who hurt you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That you. was not the time to ask that question. <laughs> and 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 yeah. Wait till you. And then Garvey, inside. Garvey turns and was like, "Totally whiffed on that one, bro. <laughs> totally whiffed." <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Garvey's like, uh, "Peace out. That's my only line." Yeah, <laughs> and just leaves. Later. Later. Oh God. I get paid the oh, same each episode. <laughs> I. Yep. Oh man. By yeah. the way, I, I co-wrote Zoolander. Yeah. <laughs> you blew it. Oh, yeah, boy. Him and his writing partner, Ben Stiller. Oh, call back to off podcast. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Stiller's son? <laughs> oh, man. I wish I knew uh, whether Ben Stiller had a child and any of their names. If yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, he goes back out to Tiny Burning Man. Uh, um, mm-hmm. And is looking for the samurai bun guy. Oh, cool. oh yeah, yeah the Swedish guy. Swedish, sure, Swedish. That yeah. was the accent we yeah. all picked up. He was from everywhere. From? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm from the Norwegian part of Denmark. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's when Matt notices the guy in the stockades um, mm. with the repent written on it mm-hmm. and the people just sitting around throwing vegetables and other garbage. Apparently darts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if if the same thing happens every time where like that woman just says like hey you want to release him then yeah. uh, you take his place. Then doesn't that mean everybody knows that that's what you do to get up there and then why would you participate in that? Right. <laughs> You just are like, I'm going to commit to being an awful human today. Yeah. And throw shit at the naked dude who saved someone else being the naked yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. It, it might, maybe it's part of like a, of a different quote, of a different cult where it's like, um, like it's all part of like <laughs> that everyone needs to take their time in, in the place of torment. Yeah. Although that guy was in there for a whole at least an overnight, right? Oh, at the very least. Oh, yeah, he was there a while, yeah. Yeah, that seemed like some, I mean, there had to be some sort of, like, bib, like right then there, we're like, there's symbolism or something biblical at work here, because yeah. it just seemed like he an odd detail for him to get fixated on. Every time I see stocks on uh, in television or film, I'm always like, I can see how his head would fit through the hole. I'm <laughs> just like, I'm always just like, oh, yeah. it's never because tight enough. It's, it's never tight enough for me to believe that they can't just get out whenever they wow. want to. Yeah. Um, you demand realism. I demand realism in my stockade. Wow. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Uh, or like the jail, the jail bars that are big enough for people to slip out yeah. of the old timey jail cells. I demand huskier prisoners. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no more Callista Flockhart behind yeah. bars. Uh, so and she's still the butt of skinny jokes a decade and a half uh, later. I, that only popped up because I saw her in an episode of something recently. But otherwise, I hadn't thought of her in a, in a decade. <laughs> she should just hang out around my college because she went well. 
I should say, Harrison Ford used to hang around my college because <laughs> they were dating, <laughs> yeah. and she was an alumnus of my my Mason Grove School of Music at Rutgers. Thank you. Or please, Mason Grove I was going to say, please don't tiptoe around Mason here. Grove School of the Arts at Rutgers. Uh, the State University reheated. of New Jersey. That's right. Reheated, sponsored by... Rutgers University. No, just sponsored by my college. Yeah, <laughs> my generic college. Sponsored by college. <laughs> Douglas Women's College yeah. at Rutgers University. Um, Re-enrollment. Cook <laughs> College. Re-hit. How many can I do? <laughs> I'll laugh at I'll laugh at University oh, College. I'll give Rutgers you that college. one. Re-enrollment. Uh, We've got a law school. Yeah. So he finds uh, a Swedish man who says, well, oh, for $1,000. No, wait. 4000 <laughs> Four thousand. He ups it to four thousand when he can't pay the first time. Um, so Wait, is that true? No, no, I don't recall that. No, because he said he had four hundred. Yeah. Uh, Matt. Matt said it, he had. He only has four hundred. Oh, he, he said was like, four eight thousand. Yeah, oh, he was like, 000. oh yeah, I'll I will do help it you. Four thousand. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he upped yeah. it. Stick no. to his guns. No. It's also really stupid. So now Reverend Matt goes to Brett Butler and asks for five hundred, not six hundred. Yeah, just ask for the whole thing. Yeah. What are you... Why are you quibbling over the last... I don't understand This that. whole... I mean... This whole thing... This is thing, a very weird side Getting the money, paying the guy... Like, it ultimately yeah. was a completely fruitless effort. Yeah. Well, it's... Um, look, we've already like established that... Sort of Aesop's that, fable or some shit. We've established that it's part of Reverend Matt's character to have a strong want and, mo- and go to that. So we're not learning much about Reverend Matt. We're learning yeah. more about the outside world, I guess, that's yeah. surrounding Jordan, but... Yeah. I don't know. We already can just sort of figure out. Yeah, there's some weirdos back here. It's also the second time where he's he's needed money to complete a task that ultimately wasn't completed because of the money. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, So it feels like it's Groundhog Day again. Again. So so Mm -hmm. is that just what we're learning that Reverend Matt is stuck in a rut and this is his one chance out of it at the end? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. No, I like that theory. Um, So she quizzes him on Bible knowledge. Uh, is the first Which time. is my favorite quiz on night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how does he know to go to her? That was what he I looks up he and saw gets the cross. Sign, saw right? cross. He saw the cross. Saw, saw the cross. Everyone's got a cross there. It seems like everyone's kind of yeah. off on their own. Um, he goes to talk to Brett Butler. Um, yeah. And she says she'll help if he. His son hits her. Yeah, hits her son. Is it the, son? Definitely. I don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Okay. It, just want to make sure. It's, her son or some guy it's that's the just very least on her couch. Implied by my years of um, smacking men. In no, with my battles. my years of, of being conditioned by television to like old woman, oh, old woman, middle aged man, yeah. must um, be the son. Yeah, he's not saying it. But yeah, they to say Brian. They want in my mind. Brian. It's Brian with a Y. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how I saw it. <laughs> I I think this is going to go into the the realm of like I realize it's explained more in the book, I believe, but like this is going to go in like the smiley face uh cult into like the we see it, it's really weird. This the book's Or the bullseye cult, not smiley yeah. face cult. Is there a smiley face cult in this? No, there's a no. smiling Wayne, right? Holy Wayne is Holy sort Wayne's of smiling Wayne. Wayne sometimes. Uh, there's no more smile is great. Yeah. There's no more source material, though. I understand that. I'm saying it's it's going into that same category of like we're uh, going to show you a real weird thing. We're not going to explain it. We're never going to address it again. Like right. I think I think we are not going to find out why this guy don't. got hit by a paddle. Yeah. 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 Have we really gone through all the source material? Yeah, yeah, we're done. Yeah. Uh, okay. End of the first. season. There was season. only one book, and yeah. it, we are we have exhausted mm-hmm. the book. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there might be some threads um, in the so, Laurie 
let's uh, stuff. But. Let's speculate what that did mean. Why yeah. did he need to save Brian and get hit on the back with an oar? Is Brian a Bible figure? Not no, that I know of. No. I I think it's some sort of uh, penitence <laughs> for for some sin, uh-huh. and it's. Payback for Brian. Was, or something. His, was his name Brian? The guy that was getting. But hit? my guess is that it, that's not his name, but that he did something to harm someone named Brian, and uh, this is payback for that. I mean, Reverend Matt. The same thing. Reverend, Reverend Matt uh, walks him with that with that order. The third one. Yeah. Yeah, when he finally um, did it. Yeah, fun rule of threes on that one. It's it's very it, yeah. There's nothing to me that's dramatic about that scene though, or that it's moving anything forward. Yeah, it's no. just, we're gonna make you do a weird thing because we know the outside is weird and it's not. In, it just yeah. lays flat. To yeah, me. That, it felt, that's yeah. felt wholly unnecessary. Very unsatisfying. Wholly Wayne unnecessary. Brett Butler really liked first season. <laughs> she got her agent to call. <laughs> Uh, Linda Loft's agent and say like look Brett needs a part one episode she just wants to come on set and meet or Mark Lynn Baker said I'll do it if yeah. I got a friend yeah. maybe love her yeah. <laughs> needs a part well that all uh, maybe you heard of her uh, Miss uh, Grace under fire yeah. <laughs> and her lummox uh, nephew also needs a part yeah uh, I know he will not shave the beard yeah no that is not a <laughs> and there must be funnings at craft services. I think maybe also this ore needs a part. Yeah, <laughs> uh, one of our master carpenters built it and has no actual it's practical made of rich use. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just a plug oh, for oh, my man. friend. He's got an ore business. Yeah, uh, he's, a, he's a he's an orier. <laughs> and now he just goes to craft fairs and advertises. He's <laughs> on HBO's yeah. left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on the leftover. Etsy's <laughs> number one or or yeah. Smith. Yeah. Becomes like the, uh, the Stanley Cup collectors yeah. uh, order. It's right some away. shitty like second tier city <laughs> Planet Hollywood somewhere. The, the or Dubuque. Oh god! It's signed by Chris Exelton. Yeah. Um, okay, so he goes to, he gets the Swedish guy, gives him his money, uh, and sixty dollars short. <laughs> okay, yeah. he's fine. It's like nah, that's good enough. Turn into pawn stars. <laughs> yeah. it's like, dude, I fought a wedding singer. I will yeah. fucking kill you. <laughs> uh, he, so he thinks this guy somehow has actually has the answers. Gives him a lot of money, uh, and he shows him to the sewer uh, and says, "You'll." You'll be fine. And yeah. he's like, you're not coming with? You're not going to be my... What do they call them? Moles? Or, oh, is that uh, their guide? Yeah. Yeah, but like, what did... What's, have you ever seen El Norte? <laughs> yes. I have seen El Norte in Spanish it, class yeah. when I was 15. Mm-hmm, same. Uh, yes. And they hire... I think they're called moles. That sounds plausible. Yeah, mm-hmm. or something like that. And uh, they're the guys you like hire <laughs> to take you, basically, from one side of the wall to the other. Mm-hmm. Um... But he's like, I'm not coming. I'm going to be a mule. Uh, a mule is somebody who takes drugs in. Oh, that's yeah. drugs, yeah. yeah. And I think it's called moles. Um, but he's like, nope, not coming. I showed you. I told you. It's semantics. In my country, we say we use semantics. Uh. And he just leaves him to his own devices. But, yeah, if but that guy's he, never in the show again, I will be very happy. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, like, I, yeah, like, I think that they got taken for a ride, like, Totally got grifted. Because, um, cause, I mean, that that's a passageway that literally anybody could have found. Yeah. Like, and he wasn't going to unlock it. I mean, yeah. He's got the key. It's like, 
it's like it doesn't really matter if they got grifted or not like the plan didn't work yeah what worked is the most plausible way that that situation was going to actually get resolved what worked is patience yeah yeah Uh, but it's um it's a nice one take that's fun Mm -hmm. and you get the revisit of the music so Mm -hmm. we're getting more groundhogs day Mm -hmm. they're like hey plan's not gonna work Mm -hmm. again if it weren't raining would it have worked yeah i don't know I just so, cause I don't, don't know what the big rush of water was. Yeah. Like I don't. Yeah. Like, even that that wasn't rain. That 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 was a wave. That was, so yes. like that was either like he I, unlocked something and then it all came in. Right. Oh, or, got or, it. Or, like, that was like a that was like a, a levee. Mm-hmm. like backing up or something like that. We should have watched Canal with the captions on because. Uh, uh, Reverend Matt was doing the like I'm making IKEA furniture noises yeah. and saying <laughs> stuff. Like, oh, the game, yeah, the game's yeah, yeah. here. Oh, I, I need to do this with, with it. it. Yeah, and I would have been nice to actually hear what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it doesn't work. He loses the wheelchair. He comes swimming out the other side. Mm-hmm. I was worried for a second that Mary was had drowned. That yeah. was my yeah. yeah I was worried concern. about that too. Um, I. Boy, would that have been an unceremonious way to lose that character and a yeah. terrible waste of that actress. Yeah, right. yeah. Like, we've gotten three lines from her now, so... Mm-hmm. We got to see her cough, though. There's a little bit of variety. Yeah, Ooh. I think you're right in that we will see her at least... at least eventually, and perhaps temporarily, return to, like, a fully hashed-out, like, character that can... At the very least, in that ambiguous, is it a dream yeah. thing? Yeah. Right. There's an hallucination. But luckily, Nora shows up, saves the day, because she is such a boss-ass bitch. She's always on top of it. She's always on top of it. Yeah, Um, Nora's great. She she called, she put in an anonymous call to the... uh, No, 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 no. We don't know that. It was anonymous. Yeah. That was her joke. Sorry, I just restole it. Well, you stole it. Well, thieved. Uh, Restolen. Re- Restolen. Yeah. Uh, stealing just. Someone stole it first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You really are fitting that one. I like that. Nice guess. That was not really And it made Quentin himself laugh. That's fun. <laughs> that's, that's the sign of any. I'm waiting for the third one. <laughs> no, he already did one. What's the second? Uh, re- I, I said admitted re- re- or re-enroll re- uh, the college okay. Oh, good. I missed that one. Um, But. What did I? Uh, so yeah, she shows up with the group, with uh, Matt, and they put him in the trunk, and... <laughs> and they reminisce in the trunk. <laughs> yeah, they reminisce. Yeah. Do you remember that time in Powery? <laughs> yeah. uh, when I quoted this? Did we know what the quote's from? Yates. Oh yeah, another the Yates. Yates. Uh, it was, uh, you looked it up? Oh, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Uh, when people start quoting things, I'm like, oh, great, a bunch of fucking English majors wrote this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's usually all I think of, and I don't yeah. want to uh, parse it further. <laughs> uh, I think that was like, um, that was, what's his name, Eccleston being like, you know, gentlemen, I am a yeah, very, right. very well-learned uh, uh, actor, and uh, mm-hmm. give me a give me a juicy bit, would you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yank all these mm-hmm. episodes. And this is my audio recording of Dante's Inferno. Uh, Oh, uh, that was oh that was from last episode. Uh, The guy's name was Virgil. Um, Yeah, the song of wandering Angies A E N G E S. Mm -hmm. The song of wandering Angies by W B Yeats. Cool. I feel like if uh, David Danella were here, he would be able to give us some nice analysis on that. Definitely. Um, I'm assuming we're all too dumb. That and hotline play. No offense. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we, so they can't uh, progress on the road back to their houses because there are goats. Yes. So 
everywhere. Too many goats. Correct. What we need is someone sacrificing goats in diners daily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's what it is. Though. He was yeah. just he was just animal control. <laughs> yep. So yeah. sorry, folks. Uh, the, you know the town charter. Uh, everyone gets a goat sacrificed once a week. Uh, it's just your turn. I'm sorry. <laughs> this way, nobody gets too many or too few. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Go back to enjoying your yeah. Grand Slam. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Was that Scrapple? Nice. <laughs> Good choice. Bye. I promise a goat in every pot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, so they, and it's the guy who stole the wristbands with mm-hmm. his son. His son's cowering in the brush. Yep. Mm-hmm. Come up and. Yeah. And uh, yeah. he takes the wristband back for Mary, and uh, he. Is not going to take it from the boy instead. Although the boy offers it up. Yeah. This was a um, the boy freshly having seen his dead father die yeah. in front of his super eyes. collected, this super way, collected yeah, little kid. <laughs> right. Um, I guess that this is how the world works. Well, you know, I'm going to give back the thing that made this he grew happen. Up, he grew up real, real quick. Yeah, yeah. he's going to um, get all sorts of uh, fucked up morality moments. That quick, life. that quick flash to. Back to the guy when he was living uh, really bothered me. Yeah, it was. It, oh, yeah. It, 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 I was just like, it's. So it was very condescending. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I mean, yeah, they spoon fed us that. Like, duh. I, I can understand that some moments of that if it's like two episodes later. Yeah, but like it's same very episode. Clear. Like, yeah. I think the car is like you know. I, I saw that it was the maroon car. It was pretty. I kind of disagree. I don't know. I think that uh, Reverend Matt. That was. It wasn't for us. I think that was for him. I think it was like his oh, this is his recognition like we yeah. realized it immediately but we he can didn't show it in his eyes just like yeah. Uh, huh? oh, yeah. I did yeah. that you know, you know what would have been, <laughs> you know been actually uh, sorry more subtle uh, is if uh, is if his wife just woke up real quick and was like it's the same guy and then, and then passed back out I feel like I've yeah. seen you do that in an improv scene <laughs> <laughs> you've been dead in an improv scene woken up for a second said a crucial line it's the same guy that's my three percent. That's my go-to. Uh, but yeah, I, I I still stand by what I said though because I think it also the flashback is the emotion. <laughs> Don't forget his bracelet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's what allows you to get back into the place we need to be. <laughs> also, my name's Mary. Oh, and I fucking hate that song, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can we just be clear? Yeah, and I think you guys really use. I my mind too often in earlier yeah. episodes. I like year. dream theater. Yeah. What if she really uh, is awake during that, but she hates that song so much? Yeah, that's right. Like, yeah. yeah. Even if you didn't mm-hmm. hate that song, you hate it now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Although I still like I Got You, Babe. <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. <laughs> oh, the emotion that came with the flashback. You know what I mean? Like, not only yeah. did we get the map, like, yeah, we knew, but like, that was the moment he had to decide, like, the the real vengeance he wanted because of the flash of emotion that came with the memory, he didn't take, you know? He didn't uh, take the boy, the boy's wristband. He didn't, like, feel any sort of spite that he could have. So, I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was artistic, guys. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. I'm glad yeah. I proved my point. Uh, I agree with all of that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wish I had more to say, but that was very apt. Yeah. Thanks. Cool. No, fight me. Fight me. <laughs> no fight. We're almost out of information. Good. Good. Because the show's about the good wrap. Yeah, we're me. we're almost at the end of the episode. Spoilers. We don't know when this that. podcast well episode paced. is going to end. Well paced, host. Yeah, <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. So she. 
Mary gets in with uh, Matt and mm-hmm. Nora. Nora. And Nora and way too quickly agrees to take care of somebody. Oh, way too quickly. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. uh, can you... Uh, like, can you I wanted to be like, look, she, she has a very distinct routine. Also, if you're not yeah. comfortable reviewing footage of a sleeping woman, yeah. uh, don't take this on. Yeah. Also, uh, I don't know if you know how to take care of a person in a persistent vegetative state who's pregnant. Yeah. But, yeah. Things but that, what, no one does? No yeah. one? No one? No mm. one's... I like the idea that he like get, he like schedules it all in a Google calendar and like sends it to them. So he goes back to John and uh, tells him this boy needs help. And do you guys think that John is going to now take care of yeah. this child and place oh, with yeah. his daughter? Um, oh, I don't know. If it's I, from I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's right. going to be like that, yeah. but they'll they'll do something for the kid. Right. John's a pretty pragmatic guy. I don't think he's going to leave the kid out, leave the kid out to the woods. Yeah. I don't know. Well, if they the bring wolves. him to whoever, um, bring him to Virgil. Well, no. If, I, if you bring him to the adoption agency that um, Kevin and Nora used, yeah, uh, then he'll <laughs> he'll get he'll get. Uh, snatched up by whoever Three wants. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 He'll, he'll, you guys cool? have a family. No open source. Yeah. All right. Let me check your teeth. Yeah. Okay. You got. Do you want them. another baby? Do you want two babies? <laughs> All right. You're good. <laughs> How about this? You'd be baby? surprised how many that weeds out. Yeah. Yeah. We're running a sale. <laughs> yeah. How about this baby? Uh, this one person who wants two babies says what? Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so he gives John back the wristband. Um, and now they're dating. Yeah, yeah they're going <laughs> steady. They're going steady. Yeah. He's been them, uh, but that was the moment that was the I was talking about before was sort of a sacrifice. He sacrificed himself yeah. for the boy in yeah. order to prove a point. Man's always trying to prove a point. He says, "You'll know. I'll be back when she wakes up. I'll be back, and then yeah. we'll talk. I don't know what we'll talk about. But we're gonna <laughs> probably chat. sports, and I'm sure I'm gonna want to talk to you before I talk to my now returned wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Honey, honey, a minute, please. This can wait. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh. <laughs> and he immediately. What does he do? He finds the guy in the stockade mm-hmm. and switch places. Yeah. Switches with places with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too much fanfare. And we see a lot of Christopher Eccles. Yeah, there's a bunch of doc. There's there's a very spe- not maybe not a bunch. There's a specific Doctor Who fan group <laughs> that was super happy with tonight's episode, yeah. <laughs> waiting for it forever, and and can finally has some has some life models that they can use for their fanfic <laughs> illustration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um. And yeah, that's where we yeah, end the show. That's where yeah. the show ends. Uh, it was a good episode. It was yeah. just the. Mo- it was the least satisfying yeah. yet this season. Yeah. I think the others flowed so well. Um, Very clunky. Yeah, this was just a little like a little clunkier from a storytelling standpoint. A little more heavy handed. It's a little more abstract too. Like yeah. there wasn't as much. Like I think what has been so exciting about the season is it's a lot of plot and it's a lot of like, ooh, now what's yeah. this character doing? Who's this character dating? It's just I, great character work and great yeah. relationships. Yeah, I also just care less about Reverend Matt to be honest. I think that's what ca- it is as a character and I as a think, plot line. I yeah. think uh, objectively, uh, I think. I think the Reverend Matt episode from last season and the Reverend Matt episode from this season are probably about on the same pace. I just think the Reverend Matt episode broke a string of, te- of really not great episodes last time, and this time it broke a string of great episodes. So, yeah. I don't know. Who um, knows? Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't beat up enough people at a casino, so... Uh. <laughs> yeah. You think there is a casino in Jardin? <laughs> yeah, but it's like a, it's like an arcade... Yeah, it's yeah. an arcade. Or it's it's Nic- like they got Nickelodeons there. Yeah. Or it's like one Ten guy with the like ball doing the ball and cup thing. Yeah, yeah, it's three card Monty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Um, cool. Any other thoughts? Did you cover everything? Yeah. Am I the best host? You're ever? the best host ever. Uh, <laughs> long may you reign. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do we want to do winners and losers? Yeah. Winners and losers. Okay. Uh, uh, loser of the night is... Um, I think I think loser of the night is that dad um, because he made himself look. He had to live his last hours knowing that he made himself look like a monster in front of his kid. Oh yeah. god! And then he died horribly in a car crash. Yeah. Um, winner is the guy that was in the stockade. Yeah. He's, he's out. out. Yeah, he's out. He's out. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Um, skip me. I'm still trying to think. Loser is Nora because now she has to take care of Mary. Uh, winner is uh, Chris Eccleston's wiener. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well done. <laughs> what if what if Nora just goes like just snaps in like as soon as she wakes up the next morning she's good. He's like, Sit, really? Yeah. <laughs> they want you for one night. <laughs> um, winner. Um, anybody that likes to get smacked with a with an oar. <laughs> Yep. Um. <laughs> Loser anyone named Brian. Brian. Yeah. Loser's Brian, yeah. Uh, my winner is Nora, because she's just always thinking of everything, and she's so cool, and I want to be her when I grow up, except with a family. Uh, <laughs> my loser is, um, I mean, I'm going to go with the obvious here, it's Mike Matt. Marbach. No. Okay. Yeah, it's Mike Marbach for letting me host the best podcast ever. Uh, it's uh, Matt, because yeah. he's just like he may be accused of rape. <laughs> is the problem yeah. uh, right? And the because... real concern is whether he's accused of it or not, not whether yeah, he did. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. It's always yeah. That's it's always just, the case. It's gross. Yeah. Um, that was burden. <laughs> Seriously, false accusations of rape oh, that happen brother. less than one percent of the time. Yeah. yeah. Um. Cool. Uh. So, want to do plugs? Anyone have anything uh, cool coming up? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. If you're going to be in Tampa this coming weekend. Tampa, Florida? Tampa, Florida. Oh. I will be performing in the Tampa Improv Festival in Ybor City uh, with uh, my buddy uh, my buddy Max McCall, who is who runs Endgames Improv in San Francisco. We are meeting in Tampa to do a duo together at the Tampa Improv Festival. That's awesome. uh, this coming Saturday night, I believe it is the... Seventh, seventh yeah. Saturday the seventh in Ebor City in Tampa. I forget the name of the theater, but if you just go to Tampa Improv Festival, you'll be able to find it. And then every Saturday night, besides this one, uh, I am in uh, Outside Voices at Philly Improv Theater. Um, word up! Yeah. Oh, at Brotherly Rob on Twitter. Yep. Um, as always, you can see me perform uh, with Fit House Team Masher Wednesday nights, um, and this week is uh, is fifth. Uh, yeah, uh, Philly Improv uh, Festival, um, where I'll be performing with Masher on Friday, so you can see Masher two t- two times this week, um, and you can also see me perform with uh, with uh, Figment Ensemble uh, Jackalope on Tuesday, and uh, you know you can also check out Hey We're Cool on Thursday at uh, Latage uh, Six in Bainbridge. Hey We're Cool is great. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm also in Philly Improv Festival twice, Bed Savage Wednesday night, and uh, Rufus Thursday night, and I am hosting a show called Tell Don't Show, it's part of Good Good Comedy at Plays and Players, Sunday night at 8.30. It's a great show where uh, people, uh, three people write it, four people write a script in a month, uh, and it's, a, uh, it's uh, performed live for the first time and last time uh, with audience interaction. 
Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I have uh, coming up this Friday, November 5th, I believe. It is a show called Monologue Show, and I'm doing an original monologue I wrote. Uh, so come see me in that and some other cool comedians. we got Caitlin Weigel on that one, Matt Schmidt, and dope, a bunch dope. of Sarah Clemency, a bunch of dope. comedians I love. Um, Should we start plugging... Uh, the, uh, the Black Friday Comedy Marathon. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of pay were cool. Uh, how about when that comes out? When yeah. the list comes out, we'll start. We'll start. Oh, yeah, let's see if it's on Black Friday, Friday, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Just, uh, it's Black Friday. It's Philly on Black <laughs> Friday. <laughs> uh, but also, Wednesday, every Wednesday, come see 1816. We're in the 9 o'clock block. <laughs> Philly Improv Theater. Oh, Monologue Show is also at Philly Improv Theater at 9 o'clock on Friday, I think. Uh, yeah, cool. And uh, yeah. the Philly uh, Improv Festival is at the Asian Arts Initiative. Alright. Um, Mike, anything to say? Thumbs up. He gave us a thumbs up. Alright, we're out of here. No, yeah. he's taking his pants down. Oh, yeah. oh God, Mike. <laughs> Mike, Mike. We get it. Uh, You're the Chris Ackleson oh, of this room. Oh, brother. <laughs> okay, let's get out of right. here, guys. Alright. We wish you much journey. Bye.